All right, check one, two. Man, I wish Will was... Huh? A landline ringing. I didn't know we had a landline in here. Jacob, did you put a land... Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, hello? Hi, is this... um? Is this... uh? Jace from Will and Jace of Fraser Podcast. Yeah, this is Jace. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, Doctor Michael Kors. Uh, did you get our our packet, Doctor Kors? Yeah, uh, yeah. You've been nominated for Podcast Host of the Year. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> and we just need to get some details for the for the statue. There's a statue that's going to be built for an audio medium. Wow, that's so. We have your face. Could could you describe a your your butt, your posterior. You want me to describe my butt mm-hmm. for a statue? I guess that makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's um, you know uh, above my knees and uh, beneath my stomach, in the in the rear. I guess ample and supportive. Um, uh, Got you. Oh, just wow. <laughs> Chauncey. You're our prank of the day on amusements and mutual funds. Amusements and mutual funds? What is that? It's pranks and good financial advice. Invest in property, have money. Bye! Welcome to Will and Jace. A Frasier podcast. Starring me, Jace, and my butt. (laughs) Ample and supportive. (laughs) You don't jog enough. (laughs) I used to. Welcome, everybody, to Season 7, Episode 3, Radio Wars. Original- we have sound effects, Jason. <laughs> Original air date, October 7th, 1999. This episode, you took a guess as to what this one would be about last time and kind of nailed it. Kind of nailed it. Yeah, here's your prediction. Someone, there's a new personality at KCL who's like really radio DJ drive time, like all that stuff. And he's edging in on Frazier's slot and popularity. So Frazier has to make his show cooler and edgier and more contemporary to compete with this guy. And he's Frazier like, I think I could just be more traditional and change nothing. Outstanding. You saw the the new morning show angle. Yeah, the wacky shock jock kind of a morning show. That's exactly what happened. Except it's a prank war instead of a radio war. Right, Which which is probably even better, honestly. Synopsis of the episode. Here's what happened. The episode begins in bed with Dr. Fraser Crane from the radio. He gets a phone call, which he thinks is from Dr. Kaufman, the National Psychotherapy Institute, because he's won an award uh, to get a statue in the Hall of Thinkers. However, this is just an elaborate prank from KACL's new morning show, Carlos and the Chicken. Fraser is embarrassed. He's asked to describe his butt on the radio, and, and this is very funny for everybody listening. In fact, it even becomes bit of the day, something he realizes that everyone knows because it's a very popular show. Daphne listens, Martin listens, Roz listens, everyone listens to Carlos and the Chicken. Frazier, not happy to be made the butt of the joke, and so he decides he's going to tell them off. But when he meets Carlos and the Chicken, they're actually pretty personable. They say they're fans of his, and Frazier calms down. That is until he is pranked again, this time when he's in the bath. He does some singing and some stomping in his apartment, and it's not good. They also made an audio montage of Frazier and Roz having sex as a prank. 
uh, and that didn't go over well either. So finally, Roz has had enough. Frazier has had enough. They're going to confront Carlos and the chicken. Frazier is going to tell them off on air, but it turns out the two were already kind of having a, a rocky go at it, and Frazier just exacerbated a problem they had been having about who should be first on the marquee, who's the funny one, etc., etc. And Carlos and the chicken have a very public breakup, which forces Frazier into the morning show slot for an hour. Uh, the episode ends, the good tag of the episode, uh, in this one with uh, Frazier's neighbor trying to get a picture of his butt. I am very glad that we have as deep a roster as we do of experts, because we're going to be leaning pretty heavily this one on our radio expert, uh-huh. Jason. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I got a lot of radio questions. Uh-huh, yeah, go for it. <laughs> those radio pranks that uh-huh. they play on morning shows, mm-hmm. my understanding is those are not real. Because that's illegal to like record to put someone on the radio without their knowledge. Yeah, uh, that's a good question, actually. You know, I I was on the radio for a long time, but I never was a part of like a wacky morning show, per se. I did listen to one, though, in Seattle. 107.7 The End uh, used to have a morning show from Andy Savage. Andy Savage in the morning with producer Steve. And oh, it was a great show. Uh, My eighth grade job shadow. I went to Andy Savage's morning show and I got to watch him do the show, which was so cool. And they did kind of a prank thing where they called someone. So I, I, you're relying on my eight, eighth grade knowledge here. I you am. Know, my, my I, 14, I wasn't expecting 14 to. 14 year old Jace knowledge here. They did like, like do a call that was kind of like making fun of someone and they did end up airing it. And I don't remember them getting permission. So hmm. anyways, for what it's worth, eighth grade Jace says, it's a go. At least it wasn't <laughs> live though. It was not live. I mean, most stuff that you hear on the radio is not live. It's no. pre-recorded to make it sound live that was what happened there i like the beginning of this episode it's fun yeah with fraser you know just waking up in mm-hmm. bed uh if you're gonna get someone on a prank it's when he's just waking up and yep. it makes sense i mean he'd probably fall for it anyways right because he's fraser you you get his ego and he's gonna do it uh, as far as like radio pranks where it's would okay. you where'd you rate this one two shots of express mm-hmm. having someone describe their own butt is kind of funny that they're doing it i thought the second one was better the yes. bath one where they had him singing yes. and stomping that was good. <laughs> that was a good one well describing his own butt i thought i mean he was pretty he wasn't that yeah he didn't say anything that was that uh, outrageous like well muscled yeah you know, like like an adonis of a man <laughs> well muscled yeah like he didn't say he was super duper hot he's like i'm just know, i'm just butt? regretting i didn't describe my butt that way <laughs> well muscled i had my chance like a shelf you could rest a harry potter book on there uh, Frazier does describe himself as 6'1". Yes, which Medi- I think he is. Medium build? Sure. Uh, sublimely proportioned. <laughs> <laughs> he is well proportioned. He's well proportioned. Oh, he's thinner this season. <laughs> sublimely proportioned, though. Yeah, that's maybe a stretch. <laughs> uh, it turns out that Daphne is a listener yep. of Carlos of the Chicken. When does... Okay, this actually rose some interesting ones. Because mm-hmm. he woke up at... 6 15 a.m a.m and daphne had been listening mm-hmm. when does daphne get up Ooh, yeah so fraser you know the next scene is him putting on his robe and coming out to breakfast daphne already dressed is oh. that like right at 6 15 or is that like an hour it's later it's possible that he showers and stuff and she just heard the 8 a.m repeat recording right that's true that's true we, we did find out that they do play these things back mm-hmm. but actually i would honestly believe that daphne and martin are both up at six because yeah. we've seen them make breakfast together. I think mm-hmm. that's when Martin wants breakfast. Mm-hmm. So probably about 6.30. So I can see her having the radio on, KCL. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, no, I guess I guess that makes sense. So what time would you say that Daphne wakes up? Daphne wakes up at 6. Is she the first one in the house up? Her and Martin wake up at the same time. Same time. Exact same time. Got it. They're sunk. What time does Fraser Crane's humongous ass wake up? <laughs> Fraser Crane's humongous ass. <laughs> 
contest. <laughs> that was a good song. I think he actually gets <laughs> up at like eight or nine. Okay. Because we did that in season one where they it, it, I mean, crap. he doesn't, he's not on the radio till later in the day. Yes. Why not? He's, we know he's that always out late first, partying yeah. at the symphony and partying all sorts of things. Meeting hot, young, single 34-year-old women uh-huh. who go to the symphony alone. Barista alert! <laughs> we see a new barista at Cafe Nervosa or a, a waiter. I don't know how, how you'd describe her, but uh, she had a line. Yes. I don't think we've seen her before. I heard it at 9.15. Bye. Bye. There we go. <laughs> Prediction. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I've given up on this. We we have new baristas all the time. A lot of turnover. I'm running out of room in this barista notebook that I bought. <laughs> do I have to charge that to the account? You do, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> Bookkeeping here. Yeah. Big board, big Three board, dollars big board. for a Simpsons episode. Notebook. Honestly. <laughs> we got to do tweeners, Will. <laughs> what is this inflation, though? Niles uh, seasoning his crepe pans. You got to season your crepe pan. <laughs> what is a crepe pan? Is it for crepes, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's like very hot and like, I've seen them make crepes yeah, in I like guess. a crepe food truck. But like it made it seem like it was just like a pan. I think it's like, like that seems metal. like a whole griddle. Frazier meets up with Roz at the cafe. Roz is the first one to tell Frazier... Just roll with it. Just roll with it. The first prank was pretty gentle. Good advice? Good advice. Yeah. Just like You're with Roz on this one? Well, what is interesting is that they're sitting with Kenny Daly. I guess maybe they're the hot new thing and they're making a lot of money. From what we've learned, Frazier, the big talent at the station, Kenny might be telling them, like, you have to lay off of like you can't piss off Frazier right so maybe that's why they say what they say like he's coming over like you have to make peace and they they're young guys they do what they're gonna do anyway let's ask our radio expert Jason hey Jason can you piss off the talent uh hi Will and Jace thanks for having me back um yeah you can piss off the talent at uh, radio stations it depends if it's good for ratings the program director will probably just go for it uh, depends on the talent, of course. Uh, Frazier might be a little delicate, uh, but I would probably think they have to go ahead. Thanks, guys. Big fans. Thanks, Jace. Interesting stuff. Thanks, Jace. I think he's like a millionaire. Jace? From the radio? <laughs> Carlos and the Chicken is exactly two people that I thought before I met you were like millionaires. Yeah, they and they in the morning shows is like prime drive time, you yeah. know, in the mornings and the afternoons. So those guys probably did make, you know, a good money. I don't think they were millionaires. Like if you were syndicated, yep. Like for example, Adam Carolla, you know, had right. a very popular morning show that was That's, syndicated, yep. played around the country. Like he's doing pretty well, or was uh, well doing that, but still probably not like millions. I'm thinking just like the Seattle morning, like the Portland or Seattle morning show yeah. group of people. Totally. Yeah. I would have thought. A livable like, wage, I would say. <laughs> thought like yeah. high six figures. A livable wage. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> Did you ever listen to, Were you, are you too young for wacky morning shows? Were they still on? No, no. They're still up? on now. Okay. Like, are we, they? We no, do, radio doesn't exist anymore, does it? It's still this. It's not quite as like, Carlos in the chicken. <laughs> Will we have sound effects? So Roz... As we mentioned, she said, you know, just don't mess with them, Frazier. So you say... I think that's good advice. You think that's good advice? If someone's making do you think fun... They, do you think they would keep going if he would have just said, I'm okay? I mean, he kind of I think did they, say he was okay with it because he was taken aback yeah. by their, their, their... He said he was fine with it. I think they do because he's so easy to make fun of. Like, this is someone you just call and is taking a midday bath with all the... Which sounds incredible, by it the does, way. It does. Very nice. Frazier's bath sounds really good. Tahitian vanilla. 
jasmine, lavender, rose hips, and mm-hmm. Tahitian vanilla. Mm-hmm. It's a, a delicious sundae. I love that it's a proprietary blend. It's a proprietary he won't tell. Blend. He won't tell Niles. Yeah, that is the perfect thing that Fraser won't tell Niles his bath mix. Also, just keeping with Fraser Niles of a weird relationship, just walking in to him taking a bath. Ooh, yeah. It's so, like not weird. If your brother was taking ah. a bath. Okay, we just No. We lost Will I'm not going there. into that room. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I wouldn't do that with my brothers either. Say. Yeah. No, it's that is a weird line. And do, Niles isn't even like he doesn't knock or avert. He's just like it's your super. Here you go. Yeah. Here's a phone. Did you notice Fraser's bathroom by the way? We've seen it before. I know, but did you notice the addition? No. There was like a black reclining chair in there. Okay. Now, I mean, not like a like in a the cloth recliner. Yeah, but it was like, I don't know. It was it was like, who, does he just recline? I, I totally missed this. Yeah, after he's in his bath, does he get out and do like a... It's not a bad take. That's true. It's a huge bathroom. I don't believe we've seen this bathroom since... The episode where the toilet broke. Yes. Right? The episode where the toilet broke. Because they had, and they had the people over With to Dr. fix Cox, the... Dr. Cox, yeah, yeah exactly. from Scrubs. Mm-hmm. So you're right. That might be the last time we saw the bathroom, which I believe is his main bathroom, not the one off his bedroom, though. Not confirmed. Oh, I think it's the one in his bedroom. You want to? <laughs> I don't think we can. We probably already bet this I last we time we did. We probably <laughs> we saw this, this every is, time we see. I'm the very bathroom. fascinated by the layout of this apartment. Yeah, there's a there's some good posts on Reddit that laid out for you that have a floor plan. I can't yeah. go to the Reddit. Yeah, I'll get it for you. Don't Cam worry. Cam Winston. Cam Winston. Played by. A horse. Now, played by Brian Stokes Mitchell. Damn it. Yeah. You think I don't know who played Cam Winston on Frasier? Well, <laughs> dropping little crumbs. I've seen Frasier a bunch. I'm Jace. Ra's line that really got me. If you like oversexed, beer-belching frat guys, which I do, is yeah. he wearing a wedding ring? Roz, I am right. I am you're like, you're, you completely. You're, so where does the chicken rank on all of the people that Roz has been attracted to? Actually, I, I don't know. At he, the top? So this is interesting. I don't think Brian Callen, who plays the chicken, is... You looked him up. I did. I was look, I, You were curious. Both of these were driving me crazy, and both Carlos and the chicken are just from a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So I've seen them like CSI or something. Definitely. They're people that pop up and stuff. I don't think he's particularly attractive or like more attractive than a, a standard Roz, uh-huh. Hank, or Ted Danson. Yeah. But he is more memorable somehow. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I was looking it up. Did it help that he had a French accent? It did. Really did. Rochefoucault. <laughs> So I'm actually a little more on Roz. Like, okay, yeah, I would check. I am. I am more of a Carlos fan myself. Really? I like him snuggly. Whoa! I like him <laughs> snuggly. That is a hot take. <laughs> something tells Team Carlos. Yeah, something Vote tells for me he's all yours. <laughs> You'd think that, you know. You'd think that. Um, We're out here fighting every day. <laughs> Vote on Instagram, Carlos or the chicken. So when Niles busts in on Fraser in the bath, he's singing. Yes. He's singing the song, I'm in the mood for love. <laughs> do you know that song? Uh, I do not. Yeah, it's. I had to look it up too. 1935, the song was written by Jimmy McHugh. Lyrics by Dorothy Fields was sung by 100 people over the years, including maybe Nat King Cole, most famously. That seems like a song that Frazier would be singing. Yeah. Also, possibly they didn't have to pay royalties because it was so old. Is that it makes guess? sense. Yeah. Actually, that's a real... For if all the Frazier songs, that actually kind of lines up. A lot of robes. A lot of robes. In this episode. Let's break them down. We got his... We, we need to... I think we need to do like an actual robe segment this season. This season... Is, we're going it's, in on it the robes. Really, it really started with the finale of last season yeah. when they were, you know, Niles came over and they're the meeting all the... The women coming yeah. over with all the so robes. So it is all over the place. I so many robes So I swear to God, he doesn't wear the same one twice. 
we had the full Satan one, which I think we might have seen before. Yeah, so we have red robe to start out with Frasier yeah. wearing it. Later and, in the episode, Frasier has... It's like a blue, yep. right? A blue robe, which yep. I think is another one of his, his another one of his go-tos. Of. Yeah. yeah, that's who Fraser is. He's got multiple go-tos. Interestingly, this time when Martin got up, having heard the bit, call it seven o'clock, he was fully dressed. Normally, he's he, in a he, robe too. he was not in a robe this one. Yeah, yeah you're you're right. Daphne was the Daphne second was time. The second time we saw her, that was a cute one. It had a dog on the back. A little, fun. A little dog on the back. They asked Daphne if she thinks they're condescending, and she says, I'm going to soundproof my door. Mm-hmm. Why would she soundproof her door? Yeah, just say things in the kitchen. It's already soundproofed. <laughs> right? Just say things in the kitchen. Because she's saying that, like, on the phone, she's told people that Frazier's condescending when she's in her room, you know? Got it. Yeah. Got it. Which they probably are. There we go. <laughs> Frazier's been in her room multiple Honestly. times at this point. Martin kind of says that you guys are asking for it. More or less. He's not wrong. Okay, I was going to ask you, do you agree with that? So Martin says you guys put on an air of superiority, kind yes. of, and you, you appear snobby about things, and that's why people are bullying you. Do you think that that's true? If you were going to give it a percentage, I guess. 50%. Ooh, okay. So, I actually would go probably higher. I do think that it's kind of bullcrap. Like, part of it is, yes, you guys act like you're better than other people. Part of it is just, like, a lot of bullshitty cultural stuff that like, your dad shouldn't be like well stop being weak yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah no that's true i guess i'm not thinking as much martin was talking more about like them growing up in school yeah. and stuff i'm thinking more for the radio prank mm. fraser crane is the perfect mark yes for a morning show Absolutely. right and and he's d- doing that himself kind of th- you know he's, he's he's always quoting these people that nobody yes. knows and he's you know he never goes to company events and i think so. it was company events i guess that's true maybe that hasn't come up yet factoid slip oh no so he is kind of the perfect i'd probably if i was going to give it a percentage thanks for asking uh, I'd probably go 70, 60, 60. I'd go My 60%. strong. <laughs> oh, Martin does have a robe in this episode, by the way. I wrote down at one point, Martin does have a robe in this episode. He, got, he has one later. Okay, yeah. Later robe. Hashtag later robe. We can't do hashtag 7 for this season. <laughs> so we're just doing later robe. That's fair. Martin talks about, you know, hey, everyone does pranks. We used to do pranks on the police force all the time. He used to people drank too much. He'd put, put them in, in a the, drawer in the yeah, morgue. Nightmare. That is terrifying, that Martin. Worst thing that could ever happen. <laughs> Yikes! Pretty good prank, though. Pretty good prank. Nail their shoes to the floor. Yeah, like I was kind of on board with him at that point. Okay, so in this episode, they do this thing, you know, where they they mash together some sounds, and it sounds like Fraser and Roser having sex or getting it on at the radio studio. I want to ask you: Does this count as Fraser and Roz having sex? Because you've made multiple predictions over the no. course of the series. Let me just go back here. Original prediction: Season one, episode one, The Good Son. You said Fraser and Roz will hook up at some point. Uh, after that, going into season two, Frasier and Roz will have a romantic encounter at some point. Uh, at one episode where Frasier loves Roz, you said Frasier and Roz will date across multiple episodes, but they won't end up together. Anyways, does this count as the romantic no, encounter? Okay. This is editing. Here's, I have two things about this. Yeah. First thing, mm-hmm. if you want to do a prank of Frasier having sex on the radio, you could just use the tape of him <laughs> having sex on the radio. Great point. With Kate, like, they're also horrified, like, I'm gonna go down, like, Frasier, you actually, you actually had yeah. sex on How the radio. How could they have me, hear <laughs> me having sex on the radio? Yeah, yeah, it was that season three, I think. Second thing, mm-hmm. hate to keep using him, but 
Jace, are you allowed to play that on the radio? Would that break some kind of censorship law? It seemed pretty lascivious. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, glad to be back. Um, yeah, uh, upon looking it up, I couldn't even spell lascivious. Back to you. Hope that's a word. Yeah, he's not great at spelling. He's not. He does know a lot about the radio. Though. Good. Yeah. A renaissance man. Lucky to have him. Renaissance man. So eventually, Carlos and the chicken, they break down. They do. They they are... That is a good way to actually get under the skin of a comedy duo, say right. like the funny one and the straight man. Yeah. By the way, I, I, I wish this was called Jason Will, a Fraser podcast. <laughs> well, you know what? That's just the end of it. <laughs> it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't be as good of a pun. <laughs> no. But I deserve to be first. You, you do deserve to be first. You do the editing. You're taller. You got that yep. flat butt. That's how, <laughs> that's how most of these things are decided. Yeah. That's um, how I decide it. Carlos and the chicken have been going to therapy. They have. Apparently, they talked about the therapist. That's interesting. That it's was. It's like a couple's counseling thing. I thought for a half second. I'm like, are they going to be a couple? No, right, it's 1999. Right. That would be like, the twist. That's not a thing that they're about to do. Yeah, that's kind. Of, that, that's its own sitcom right, right there. Like, shock jocks who are also married. I would watch that. Every- <laughs> I, would, I would too, yeah. <laughs> Carlos and the Chicken, the spinoff. My whole TiVo is just cavalcade of whimsy and shock jocks. Cavalcade of whimsy. Deep draw, everybody. <laughs> Carlos and the Chicken mentioned their agent, Zachary. Yep. Do you think Zachary knows BB, the agent? Do you think they hang out? Yeah. I think BB's one of those agents that knows every agent. I mean, they probably should have BB. They should. Yeah. Where do you think they worked beforehand, Carlos and the Chicken? Do you think they were in Seattle at a different station? I think so. Or do you think he, like, hired them from out of town, like they're Chicago? He enticed them over to Seattle. Well, Kenny Daly, you know, (laughs) he's... It was all salsa music for about a year. That's true. That's so, true. So, you know, trying to get the new talent. Have we gotten the name of another radio station in Seattle? I would say that they mm. are. They feel. I mean, we haven't, but there are. There are. We can yes, assume there there's are. other radio stations in Seattle. They feel like they came from the Midwest. Mm, okay. So kind of like a transplants. Yeah. Like a Milwaukee or Chicago this morning show. This is the show, first. Maybe kind of characters and plot line that feels really early 2000s to me it does yeah and not 90s yeah that's true and we are like right on that edge where yeah. we're shifting to this is the end of 1999 like kind of the remix of like Fraser's giant ass and kind of their whole vibe is giving me a lot of 2002 it's much different than like season one Frasier yes right the vibe yes. of that yeah. yeah which seemed very almost 80s 90s and we're kind of getting this thing of like the new generation I agree mm-hmm. yeah do you like that more or less Honestly, less just because like, I don't know. I think when you don't, I really more remember the early 2000s than the 90s. So the Mm -hmm. 90s, like anything, gets more romanticized. Early 2000s, just like slime them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I thought it was a fantastic joke. When they had dead air and Frazier had to jump on. Because <laughs> you remember he's had to jump on for the sports show yep, before. It's so unhinged. Whenever it's... they put Frazier on any other show, I think is comedy gold. I think they should do that more. And maybe they will. I don't know. I've never seen Frazier before. All right. Last one. Last one. I promise. What, I know. What? I know. What but last what? I want to ask our radio expert, Jace. Oh, geez. Can we leave this guy alone? Last thing. Uh-huh. Can there ever be dead air? Jace? Thanks, Jace. I guess there can. I would love for you to paint a picture for me, if you could. This is uh, mentioned in the episode. Martin's on the phone at one point with Duke. Apparently, Duke's son bought him tickets to a fight in Vegas. He's flying him to Vegas for that fight. I was wondering how the trip went for Duke. Oh, oh, oh my God. Let's, 
So I'm like, hello? Anyone? Anyone? Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, don't panic, dude. Don't panic. You're, you woke up in your own coffin. This is a nightmare. This is a nightmare. Just just breathe. Oh, there's not a little chair. There's not a little chair. Oh, my head hurts. No more whiskey sours. Oh, hello? Hello? Is anyone out there? Just, just breathe. Just, just breathe. This is a nightmare. This isn't real. This isn't real. This isn't real. Gotcha! You thought you were gonna die in the dark. Wow, so the prank made it all the way to Vegas, it huh? It did, yeah. yeah. He's still, still pulling Martin that commits, one. Martin commits, he really does. <laughs> you can walk into any morgue and just rent one. God, that is so terrifying. It's like an Amazon. So it's terrifying. the worst thing you could imagine. <laughs> all right, fun fact for this one. Mm-hmm. Frankly, this isn't a fun fact in the strict sense of the word. It's more of an error, but it was posted on IMDb. Uh, Daphne says, you know, maybe this will be bit of the day. This is their first day of the show, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so how, how has she been listening? How is she, like, so a devoted come, listener? On their first day, it's like, yeah. let's call Frasier. I guess. I like Which it. Which is kind of a first day thing, I think, actually. And Ross actually. also says bit of the day. Right, so that's a little bit of an error, but who cares? Sure. You know, I didn't even notice while I was watching it. Honestly, for Frasier's the 18th big time. on, like, oh, it's your first day, and they just go in. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Does this remind you of any Frasier episodes? Yeah, oh, man, he's been pranked, hasn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah. Who has pranked him? He got, he got I'll give you a hint. Friend of the show. Bulldogs phone pranked him before. Exactly. Yes, yeah. So Bulldog there was a, a season three episode, Leapin' Lizards, where Bulldog is doing pranks on Frasier and Frasier really wants him to stop. And Kate Costas actually encourages Bulldog to continue because it's great it's ratings. ratings. Yep. Look at you being a Frasier expert you go. and seeing it a bunch there of times. There you go. Yeah. So that, uh, that is, it's pretty similar to that plot. I actually think this one's better, though. Carlos and the chicken are, are a nice addition and they were able to like get them out it's believable with, you know a pretty believable thing so they were really only on the air for like a week yeah <laughs> and then they break up and yeah uh, I, w- I would love uh, what do you think KCL's new morning show is going to be glad you asked amusements and mutual funds oh these guys again <laughs> no shut up shut up and what's the interest rate on those student loans that's so high that's a, it's a okay alright get out of here Chauncey <laughs> bye that's not going to last. You buy property and you rent it all out. And that actually <laughs> pays for your bills. <laughs> all right. Anything else you got for us? Two more things. Okay. If you look out the window when Frazier's about to do his final confrontation, it's raining outside, which in Seattle, it's always raining, but they rarely do that. I mean, that's true. be a pain. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, what a fun little detail. And then Frazier's going and he's getting his umbrella. Yep. Part of the whole bit, he's going to beat them with his umbrella. Yep. And Martin says, don't do that. It's raining outside. So the umbrella, I think, is an homage to the Avengers that yes. they were talking about. Yes. Do you know about the Avengers, No, by is the this way? real? Yeah, oh, this is very real. Yeah, so it's kind of in the background now because of the Avengers movies yes. and, you know, all that stuff. Um, it was a British TV show that was very popular in the 60s, I think. And there was a character that Daphne talks about in all leather, you know, kind of a thing. And it's like British spies who walk around in bowler hats and umbrellas and oh, beat up people. Kingsman and just ripped this off. It's okay. exactly, that's a, it's very similar to that. And there was a movie around 1999, which is probably why they brought it up because it was on people's minds. Yeah, Avengers was a movie in 1998. So right before, the year before this episode. So it was kind of on people's minds. Makes sense. Uh, starring in the, the black leather suit, Uma Thurman. Cool. Uh, Ray Fiennes was the guy in the bowler hat, the main Avenger, and the, I think the bad guy Kingsman. was Sean Connery. Makes so, sense. Anyways, yeah, it was kind of very Kingsman-y. My one other thing is we have our classic Niles, you know, I still have this leather cat suit and Niles is all horned up. Uh-huh, yeah. And Eddie jumps up 
mm-hmm. about Catsuit. I believe this is a moose, Eddie. Interesting. I think he's shaggy. I th- tongue's not quite out, but I think it was just the angle. Okay. Not too difficult or active of a trick, so it could still be moose. I think it's still moose. Yeah. We're really excited, by the way, to air our interview with the the trainer for Moose and it's Enzo. It's so good. Yeah, Matilda Cagney, we've recorded it. That'll be out later this season for people on Patreon. Uh, so we'll we'll let you know when that's available. All right, rating for this one. 4.5. Oh, you liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. This is, it's by the way, strong. this is episode three of the season and your lowest five, five, rating five, yet. Five. Yeah. And I was <laughs> tempted just to say five. Yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of. So you're, you're again, you're really into season seven so it. far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Why, why do you like this one? It's just continually funny. Uh, it's well constructed. It doesn't have. I gave it a little ding because it didn't have that thing that the other two of the season have had, where they construct something really nice and it all kind of comes in and pays off. But mm-hmm. each individual joke I enjoyed wraps up nicely. Yeah, there's a lot of sweet rolls. I agree. I, I I went four on this one, so I'm close to you. I think that this is a, a great episode, and I generally like these type of episodes where it's a standalone. This doesn't have anything to do with Daphne's wedding mm-hmm. or Donnie or any like continuing storylines. This is just like this could be in any season of Frasier. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just having trouble at the radio station. I generally like those episodes more, as a rule. So yeah, prediction for next episode. Oh. Actually, before that, is this a dinner party? No. no. It's not a dinner party. Come on. Unless you count. Uh, um, You're a man who is (laughs) 6'1". Uh, sublimely, sublimely proportion yeah. have you ever ordered two cinnamon sticky buns just for you oh my gosh that is quite an order that's quite an order <laughs> two gigantic buns and i've seen you put it away yeah i've never two i could buns i mean just for you i could you could i could but, but no would i don't you? i don't no i don't do that not anymore not in years no, no, no i no. couldn't i would air fry it <laughs> okay next episode is called everyone's a critic hmm. you describe the picture Everyone's a critic. Frazier's at the radio station with a woman in like, uh, you know, red business suit that looks kind of judgmental. Uh, There's a critic of Frazier's show that's hired by the station. His ratings are a little bit down. So she's coming in and critiquing everything. And of course, Frazier hates it. And he's very much in tension with this woman who is critiquing a show. That's the episode. Okay, well, we'll have to wait to see on that one. That's coming up next episode. Until then, everybody, if you could follow us on Instagram, that'd be great. And if you'd like to support the show and get some bonus features like uh, interviews and early access, then subscribe to Patreon. Until next time, I'm done. No more. Two more things. I know. I know. As I was going from the notes to the microphone, I remembered something else. For those of you who can't hear what's not on air, I told Jason one more thing and then came in with two more things.